right, y'all. Hey, welcome to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk in the House. How you doing out there? Hey, I hope y'all enjoyed old Mustang Sally. Yes, sir. Woo-woo! Sally was riding, wasn't she? <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show, man. As I said, I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Hey, if you want to be a part of the show, because today... I know what the show, the title says, new administration, so forth and so on. But I'm feeling so good today. How about I let you decide what we talk about? I think that's a good idea. So if there's anything you want to talk about, all you got to do is just give me a call at 347-838-8622. You can also email me at ericletts, L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter, driven for F-O-R. Life 62, um, Instagram, Eric Lex Talk at Instagram, Facebook, the same thing. All right, so y'all got all the ways you can talk to me before, during, after the show. I don't care. I talk back to you. You know why? Because my name is Mr. Talk. <laughs> ah, sometimes I just amuse myself. Anyway, so, yeah, we, we got a lot to talk about. Well, we really don't have a lot to talk about. We're going to try and make a lot to talk about today. Uh, hopefully, y'all have some things on your mind. Because there's a new administration in town, and uh, right now it's still early, man. What, seven days? No, not really full seven. Five, six days in office. <sighs> just doing what regular presidents do. Once they take office, they start reversing a whole lot of stuff. And you know, doing their own stuff, and some people agree with it, some people don't, of course, but that's the way it is, but we get into that here in a little bit, because I feel like one more song, y'all, yeah, I feel like one more song, because I want to do some old school dancing now, Mustang Sally got me going, so here, here it is, here it is, old school dance, man, featuring Cupid.
there's another one on fire, baby. Another one on fire. That's what I'm talking about. Cupid and old school dance. I wonder how many of y'all are out there doing the dance, even in your seats or while you're driving. Oh, yeah. See, that's how we used to get down back in the day. But anyway, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. I'm Mr. Talk, and you're listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. Okay, as I said before, I know I put up the title, um, A New Administration, and of course, it is a new administration. However, they have decided to make it basically open mic. So, if you guys want to talk to, just call me. You don't have to wait for me to finish talking. Just call me. I'll let you in. All right? The number is 347-838-8622. You can also hit me in the chat room at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. Okay? Now, let's talk about something. Um, Administration is in. Everybody is getting busy doing whatever they do. Um, but it's, 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 it's <laughs> it is funny actually, um, how some of the Republicans are treating this new, this new administration already. I mean, really, let's be real about this. Joe Biden has been in office seven days and one of the dang on senators done decided they want to bring impeachment charges <laughs> against him. That doesn't seem like we're going to go through a replay of the Trump administration minus the dumb stuff. The super super dumb, but then again, this is this is dumb as well, you know. And she wants to bring um, charges up against him for actions in Ukraine and China with his son Hunter. Of course, you got to put Hunter in there. And actually, do we need any more of this unnecessary drama? Do we really need it? You know, this tit for tat is is old. It's not even getting old. It's just old, especially with politicians, man. It's just old. And we elect these individuals go up there and represent us, but they're too busy trying to get even with from whatever happened before, and they forget all about the people that elected them. That is just cuckoo for cuckoo puffs right there. And it's a, it's a cycle that we see every, every election after every election. Just depending on what party in charge, you know, that, that's just cuckoo. That's cuckoo. You know, Joe Biden says he wants to um, unite the country. You know, bring the country back to where it was, and and everybody be kumala and all that good stuff. And you know, the, the interesting thing about that, I was thinking about that just um, a little bit before I came on the air. And y'all know how I am about labels. Y'all know I I, I do not like labels. And it just, it hit me. What if nobody was affiliated with any party? You know, what, what, what happens if there were no Democrats, there were no Republicans, there were no Libertarians? Of course, most people don't know what a Libertarian is. Um, No Tea Party, Patriot, whatever. It was just... People that were elected to office based on what they say you could do or what they have done for you in office. None of that party stuff. Do you think we would get more done, especially in our Congress, in our governments, period? Do you think we'll get more done that way? Because nobody has to play this, I'm a part of this group game, 
even though they may feel different and don't have the cojones to stand up and say they feel different. Why can't we require that of our representatives? How about do that? I know it take a whole lot to, for them to even go with something like that. Because, of course, as humans, we have to belong to something. We we have to be social, as a lot of the psychiatrists say. But let's just play what if. What if we could actually do that? Do you believe that our government would be a whole lot better then? Something to think about, huh? I mean, it's just what if. Because we tell our kids, you know, be yourself, be your individual. You don't don't let them label you. Don't don't be forced to be a part of a group. Be your individual self. We tell our kids that all our children that all the time. Heck, we tell ourselves that a lot. But yet we don't require that of the people that represent us in our government, whether it's local, state, or federal. Just a what if. It's just a what if. And I just thought about that, you know, earlier today. And it just shot me. What if we didn't have those labels? That would be wonderful, wouldn't it? If we didn't have those labels and everybody just, you know, acted on the way they feel. You know, you don't have to worry about uh, talking to the Republican Party. You don't have to worry about talking to the Democrat Party. You talking to John over there, Joe talking to Albert, what have you. Just people talking to each other, trying to make the government better for the people. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Well, don't expect that. This Don't expect that right now, okay? <laughs> I'm just going to tell you. Don't expect that, okay? Because it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, but that would be good. That that really would be good if that was to go on. Now, here's another question, I, another thought I had earlier today as well. What should we expect from this administration? It's going to be uh, basically a common copy of the Obama presidency just with a different face in the seat. Okay. Is that what we're going to get from Biden? Another Obama administration? Basically using Obama ideas and tweaking them a little bit. What about a Biden-Obama type of agenda? You know, some of the things... Um, Obama did, he, you know, he'd do that. And then, of course, he have his own ideas he'd throw in there as well. Do you think he'd go that route? You think that's the type of president he would be? Hey, East Coast, I see you, brother. Or is it going to be straight Obama-Harris? Ideas and, and, and policies and things. Now, have, have you even thought of gave, giving that a thought as well? I know a lot of people say, well, is this going to be Obama point 2.0? I don't think it's going to be all that. I think you're going to get a combination of when he was vice president, plus now that he's president, some of the things he probably wanted to work on as vice president that, um, you know, um, he couldn't do uh, with Obama. So what, what, what type of, what type of, um, 
administration are we going to have? And, and what role will Kamala, 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 y'all know who I'm talking about, Harris, Vice President <laughs> Harris, uh, you know, what would her role be? What what is she going to push for? See, these are all the questions that, you know, I'm thinking about. So I know some of you out there have some questions. You know, is it, are we going to get the Kamala Harris that was in California doing some not so good things? Or are we going to have a Kamala Harris that was in Congress that, you know, was front and center wrecking things? Which one are we going to get? That's what makes this administration so interesting. Okay, it, it really does. I know some of you say, well, the Trump uh, administration was interesting. Yeah, but we knew what we was getting when he he took office. He just verified all that. But with these two, I don't know. Be interesting. For those that's just joining me, NK, thank you for hanging out today. Um, check this out, man. As I said before, I have a lot, not really a lot to talk about today. So what I decided to do, if you, something you want to talk to me about, or you want to have a conversation about, no problem. Just let me know. Uh, hey, the floor is yours. But until then, y'all gonna have to listen to me gabba gab a little bit. Then, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna gabba gab a little bit because I had you know some issues this week with my system, so I spent a lot of time trying to correct that, and uh, you know I didn't get to do a lot of research or anything like that. But six, seven days into administration, there's really not much to talk about when it, it comes to that. So if y'all want to talk about man, woman things, uh books or whatever you want to talk about man no we ain't talking about we're not talking about sports okay i'm not gonna talk about no sports right now <laughs> all right but anything else we can we can have a conversation on man because that's what, what what we're here for um anyway um yeah so with this administration i i think we're gonna it's gonna be very interesting and i i do believe that some good will come out of this administration, but let's not be naive and think, you know, they're not going to do some bonehead stuff. Okay. Because every administration does some bonehead stuff. Okay. And you can surely believe that I'm not going to give him any, any more leverage uh, than I did um, Trump. Okay. Of course, you, most of you know who listen to a show a lot. I'm not affiliated with any of them, so it, it is what it is. You know, I, I call it for like I see it and what the facts say. And that's a good thing. <laughs> and as I was saying earlier, what if our politicians can actually think like that and, and do that? But that was, of course, a what-if scenario because we know it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Now, let's, let's talk about something that happened that a lot of the uh, – Right-wing conservative news cycles like uh, Newsmax and a couple of them out there are upset about it is uh, President Biden, he signed an executive order halting the construction of the um, Keystone Pipeline. Yeah, the Keystone Pipeline. Now, we have, you know, th this is something that goes all the way back um, to the Obama administration and the Bush administration, this pipeline right here. Because that's when it started um, Bush and then um, bled into um, the Obama administration. 
And it was a big fight about this 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 pipeline running from Canada to Nebraska and from Nebraska to the um down to the Gulf Coast, East Coast, Gulf Coast. Okay. And it was a big fight about it during that time, 2016, 2015, 2016. Yeah. And what happened eventually was when Trump took office after Obama had stopped it, okay, he stopped the construction. One of Trump's earlier, you know, two-week executive orders were to, was to go ahead and do this pipeline. Now, Biden has taken office, and he's done just what Obama did. He reversed it. Now, everybody stopped. Stop work. Now the big claim is how many jobs the American uh, unions are losing because he stopped the pipeline. And there's these numbers out on Facebook that are just, whoo, there's a lot of numbers. But one of the interesting things about that was the jobs were only going to be temporary anyway. A crew to maintain the pipeline um, wasn't going to be that much. So there's a yes and a no to what you're seeing on Facebook or whatever whatever sites you see in this on. Because I know if I've seen it, you've seen it. Um, yes, these people are going to be out of work because once the, the, the hit it, the contract with the, um, the company is null and void by executive order. So, yeah, a lot of people are going to be out of work from jobs that were temporary. You know, now, there's the argument, well, they were only temporary anyway. They were going to be out of a job. Yeah, I can see that point as well. But you also have to see the point now in, in, in the circumstances that this country is in where jobs are being very um, monitored and limited or what have you. Just to have a job now is just to have a job. You know, so I think I, it's my personal belief that this was a move that um, the Biden and Harris administration could have waited on. I, I really do think they could have waited on it. But then again, that's part of the Obama-Biden administration. This pipeline wasn't going to get built, wasn't going to be built. I'm just saying. See, that's how I, I say yeah, you have to see both sides of this thing. Yeah, you have to see both sides of it. Well, that's that's one of the biggest things everybody's griping out about now, you know, because Biden did like, I think last count was 30 executive orders already. Yeah, something like 17, 18 in his first day. But uh, that's the way it is. Um, also, let's see what else we got here today. Uh, I told y'all, whenever y'all tired of me talking, um, there's a movement in some states that would allow concealed carry of guns without a permit. <laughs> All right. So basically what they're saying is, you know, you can carry a weapon without having a permit to carry it. But wait a minute. Don't we have that now, basically, in a lot of places? But see, that opens the door to a whole lot of other stuff. 
No, yeah, it sounds like, okay, yeah, they're giving us the freedom of carrying our weapons. No, that's not what they're doing. They're setting it up for the next, what they're going to call the revolution, the next revolution. But they have to fix it so it won't be too much prosecution now for those that get caught. See, they've learned from the insurrection um, two Wednesdays ago. They learned from that. So now they're trying to set up laws to uh, accommodate those that want to participate in their next in the next revolution. <laughs> okay, that's my twisted thinking, but the, 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 for this to come out right now is just crazy because most states do have concealed carry laws, right? So, you know, if you just shoot someone, you, know, you got to have a reason to have a weapon. Well, under this thing, you don't need no permit. You just carry it. And we know right now the way this country is, no one needs to be carrying any weapons anyway. Because it's, well, you know, I just said that and I thought about it. Yeah, maybe there's a reason to be carrying some weapons. But you want to be legal, okay? That's what I'm trying to tell you. You want to be legal. You know, because I don't want you, you know, to just get out there and get stuck and you can't defend yourself because everybody's not able to throw hands. <laughs> you know, or hit pressure points to make the neck explode. See, a lot of people don't, can't do that. So, yeah, but just make sure you're legal. Okay, that's all I'm asking. Just make sure you're legal. We have, you know, and, and thinking about that, don't we have enough problems in the black community uh, with weapons anyway? Yeah, I'm talking about the drive-by shootings and the the robberies and just crazy gunplay just because you want this block and the other person want that block. Don't we have enough problems with that already? Yeah. But you know what the bigger problem is with that? And, and yeah, I, I'm I'm all over the place because I told y'all I really don't have much, so y'all want to talk to me? Hey, do so. Um, Here's another thing. And I, 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 I've been a, a proponent of this for a while, um, maybe because, I, because I've gotten older. But if you have a family member out there doing wrong, okay, and you know they're doing wrong, running around here, you know, being gangsters, shooting sideways that's not accurate at all and what have you, and you're protecting them, you part of the problem as well. I'm just going to say it because you can straighten that out. You can. You know Pookie out there slinging. You know that. And Bam Bam, he out there just riding around, driving people around while they do uh, they do drive-bys. Johnny Ray, you know, he the main man. Beating up his girlfriends and stuff. But you won't say anything. You won't do a thing about it. But then you want to complain, 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 complain. Yeah. So we could clean up a lot of our own stuff if we would just step up and do it. Of course, y'all know me. I'm Mr. Talk. Y'all know I said it before. Before we can ask anybody else to clean up our own stuff, we need to do it ourselves. True community policing. Like when I grew up, it wasn't called that right then. <laughs> it was called a village raising your kids. 
That's what it's called. But in today's society and vernacular, it is community policing. True, real community policing. Not community enabling. Yeah, the way I thought that out. <laughs> you know. And yes, if you're in the community, you know what's going on, and you're not saying anything, you're complicit as well. I know it's kind of harsh, but sometimes we do need to stop and really take a look at ourselves and some of the things that we keep blaming on others and, and, and look at ourselves and see what we're doing to correct it. Yes, right now I'm talking about the black community, but on a bigger scale, a wider scale, we could do that in the country. You do it, start with yourself and work up. But something has to change. Something has to change. Chicago, unnecessary killings. Jacksonville, Florida, unnecessary killings. Miami, Indiana this weekend. Why? Because we know things are going on, but we won't say anything about it until afterwards, after the fact. And in addition to that, you won't say it until you get that joy juice in you, where your, your lips and your tongue get a little loose. And even after all that saying it, you still won't go and do the right thing. And this goes for those molesters in your family. You know who the heck they are. Because you won't let your children go around them. But yet you won't do the right thing. It's the truth. But yet, you're going to take the time and you want to blame everybody else for the issues. It's just one of those situations that people fail to take a look at. They they, they, they fail to to admit uh, the damage they have done to themselves. So it's easier to blame someone else. Like in North Carolina when Walter Scott was shot in the back. Y'all remember that? There was a video. He got pulled over for a broken taillight. Then he took off and then he parked. Then he got out and started running. And ended up getting shot in the back. Y'all remember that? And remember what I said? Um, for every action, there's an even opposite reaction. And Walter shouldn't have got out running, especially not with a bad leg, limping, being chased by an overweight cop, police officer. How did you think that was going to turn out? My, 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 my point is, if he would just sit in the car, be calm, not panic, he may be alive today. We don't know he would be, but he the, the possibilities were good. 
but he got and ran because he had warrants. Now, I know somebody in his family knew the man had warrants. He encouraged him to go turn himself in. But because it didn't happen, he's six feet under now, I assume. He's not on his, he's not here anymore, put it that way. But my point is, you know, sometimes we cause our own problems. That's what I'm saying. We cause our own problems. Instead of uh, blaming everybody else or looking for outside help, we have to fix ourselves. Our own, do our own community policing like back in the day. I know some of these youngers out here, they just want, you know, they this is rude, rude, uh, uh, dang it, what's the word, rude. But you know what? They may be rude, but that mama figure, that grandmama figure walk up and start talking to them, they're not going to be too rude. Sorry, fathers, it's just that way. Boys listen to women for the grandmamas and the mamas for this and to dad. Dad figures. I'm just going to put it that way. Because moms just got a certain way of talking to you, making you feel. So, as this new year is here, 25th day of January, maybe we need to start that. Maybe we need to work, start working slowly on that. You know, and for you, you individuals that have those those, those <laughs> sons and daughters that don't want nobody touching, they chilling, and you don't say nothing to my child, even they know the child in there stealing. Yeah, y'all need to correct that as well. Yeah, as Barney Fife would say, nip it in the bud, nip it in the bud. <laughs> Just some thoughts I had on, on the black community, man. And, and because you know it, it's very disheartening and 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 upsetting to see on the news or whether it's national, local, whatever, where there's been a drive-by here, there's been a shooting here, there's been a stabbing here. I read somewhere yesterday where three girls stabbed some other girl in a store. Really? So that's three young lives gone. Gone. Well, four, actually. Yeah, four. I told you I only made it to the eighth grade, so y'all have to excuse me. Yeah, four lives gone. Over probably something that just wasn't that important. You know, we always expect better without doing better. And those two just don't go along. They just don't go together. Yeah. They don't go together. So let's work on that. How about that? Let's work on that this year. And we'll revisit it, you know, maybe June, July time frame and see how we're doing on that. Y'all, y'all can tell me some things. <laughs> oh, I'm just saying. Anyway. 
Stay open. Basically, it's open mic. You want to talk to me about something? Today's your day. 347-838-8622. It doesn't matter. It could be relationship-based. It could be politics, uh, financial. I don't care. We can talk about anything you want to talk about today because I'm just feeling free and happy. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, let's talk about, uh, oh, here's a good question. I wrote this down and I was just wondering, does not trusting make you weaker or stronger? Well, well how about y'all think about that? Being able to trust, yes or no? No. Not being able to trust, does it make you weak or does it make you strong? Or does it make you strong or make you weak? Y'all notice I'm saying it both ways because what happens is when you ask a question like that, depending on the order that it's in or the way it's framed, you may get uh, be feel that you um, you need to answer with the first one or whatever. But no, I, I want to know your honest opinion. That's just something that came to my mind as as I was thinking about the Trump administration and our government. You know, so and when it comes to relationships or whatever. If you don't trust if you don't trust people, does that make you weak or strong or strong or weak? What y'all think about that? Huh? What y'all think? I'm not gonna tell you what I think right now because I want to know what you think and, and and see if I agree with you. <laughs> because I, I I like agreeing and I like disagreeing. I think I disagree more than I agree, but yeah. So that's it. Um, whoo. How about this? State representatives, Republicans. Now, y'all know this was, I knew this was coming. They looking to change the voter laws again, again. Now, you have to understand, every time a party loses, especially the Republicans, they always want to reset the voting rules. And especially after this one, I know in in, in Georgia. Now I'm gonna tell you, the, 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 <laughs> Georgia said they want to um, look at re, um, getting rid of returning absentee ballots without using the postal service. So if you request an absentee ballot, right, and you have to mail it back, they don't want the postal system to be involved in returning the absentee ballot. Well, that's not going to happen. Then it may. I don't know, but think about it. Without using the postal system, so that means you use FedEx, whatever. But the question is, who's going to pay for you to return it? (laughs) You know, the postal system free. That's in Georgia. Let's see what else is going on in Georgia. Of course, they want to limit the use of drop boxes. Um, they want to change, um, impose limits on who can vote by mail. Oh, man. And they want requiring absentee voters to submit a copy of an ID when they request or return a ballot. Now, that's just in Georgia. No, there's other states that that's trying to oppose things. Basically, uh, photo ID. 
Yeah. Voter ID. If you remember some years ago, they were trying to get away in some states where you had to show two forms of quote unquote government ID. Yeah. So, as I said before, you should have expected this was coming. And I'm sure it'll become an even hotter topic as we close, get closer to the midterms in 2022. Because that's what they're working on changing it for. The Republicans this time. Isn't it wonderful how this, our government works? That They're so busy looking out for themselves, they don't think about the people. They don't think about the people they represent. Have you ever watched any of the hearings and stuff, and you see all them people uh, sitting behind certain senators, you know, their little aides and clerks and clerks to the clerks, and why do they need all those people? Well, we know back in the 80s and 90s, we know why they need all them them guys, because they were doing some bad things to them boys up there. But now, what, what do they need all those people for? You know, that's like going to a big, humongous um, church. It is. And then you want to see the pastor, but you can't see the pastor because you got to see your deacon that's in your section first. Then he got to go to this deacon who got to go to the head deacon who got to go to the the assistant pastor who got to go to the pastor secretary before you get to the pastor. And by the time you did all that, hey, you done solved your own problem. Well, you done died one. I hate to say it that way. <laughs> but, that, I mean, let's be honest. And that's basically how it works, trying to get in contact contact with one of your, your, your representatives. Be honest. You have to send an email or leave a message. Because you don't see them out in, in your neighborhoods. You don't see them in your cities or your towns. Unless that's where their office is, then half the time they're not there. Town halls are non-existent until election time. But we allow them to do this. We we allow it. I know there's a guy here where I live at named by the name of Gregory Johnson. And he started out as city council. Now he's a judge. But one thing I can say about Judge Johnson is you see him walking the streets in every neighborhood all the time. All the time. Anytime he's he's in any kind of council meeting or whatever, he's posting the minutes. He's, He's posting it. See, that's somebody you can get behind because you can actually talk to him on the street. He supports local businesses, small businesses. Don't matter whether it's black or white. You no, know, just out in his daily walk when he's not on the bench now, you know, he'll stop by a local business and, and, and you know give it a shout out. See, that's the kind of representative you want. Not these jokers we got now. They just go up and they get elected and they thank everybody on that night. Then you don't see them. Unless you got some big duckies to hand out. (laughs) 
But that's, once again, is what we allow. We allow this to happen. We're so used to it, it doesn't even fade us. It doesn't even fade us, affect us. But that's what we allow. (laughs) Oh. I'm just putting it out there, y'all. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just brainstorming today. I am. I'm brainstorming today. Whatever comes to my mind, I'm talking about. And I told y'all, if that's what y'all want to do, call me, 347-838-8622. Email me, ericletstalk at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> talk about whatever you want to. And today is a good day to talk about whatever. But yeah, we we need to to, to fix some of this stuff we we got we have going on. See, I have to remember I only got an eighth grade education, so sometimes my gots get in the way. Okay, y'all, for you grammar experts out there. <laughs> yeah. But but you know what I also want to um, see what this administration is going to do. Um, how are they going to hand, handle the homelessness in this country? You know, it's amazing how everybody gets up in office and nobody mentions the homeless. You know, nobody's nobody's trying to help them. Nobody's trying to, to to see what the problem is. How can it be fixed? Now, we know there's some people out there, you know, a lot of vets that prefer to live off the grid on the street. Okay, I, I give y'all that. But not all, everybody. Some people just had a hard time, fell on, fell on hard times, and just leave, need a little nudge. A nudge, that's all. Think about all these, those abandoned places that you see in your cities. Now, next time you go by, look and say, how many people could live in there? Our city councils don't pay that any attention. What they rather do, oh, they want to get this, this, these street lights, uh, not street lights, but uh, street cameras. Put cameras up. Oh, let's clean this park up. Oh, let's bring this company in. But what about your homeless out there? When it get cold, oh, they feel guilty. So what are we going to do? We're going to open up a warming center. We want to look after you now because we don't want that to be a bad uh, example of uh, on our city that we didn't take care of our homeless. Well, you're not taking care of them. You're not. You know, you're not building places for them to stay. I mean, it doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't. Be like the, the old boarding houses. I know a lot of y'all don't know about those. <laughs> I do because I lived in one for some years. Yeah, one of them old boarding houses. You can do that. It's not hard. 
you really want to make it happen. But nobody wants to make that happen. Because it's too much like right. It takes to then to to it takes too much work. And will this solve the problem? No, it probably won't solve the whole problem, but at least it's a good step forward. For those that need it and, and, you know, want to get off the streets, that's a start. We can't even do that. But what we can do, we can send money to to the dogs that be on television, you know, with the sad dogs talking about the outside, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We can send money overseas to the children in Africa. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, y'all, okay? Because I know some of y'all will go off on the left with that one. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But why aren't we requiring our local governments to take care of our own right here in our cities? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because we're not uh, uh, holding our representatives' feet to the fire. We're not. We're placating whatever they do. And we're okay with that. We're okay with that. Because it really doesn't affect our own little personal bubble. (sighs) But we've been trained and conditioned to be that way. And don't misunderstand me. I'm not sitting here saying I'm Mr. Perfect myself. I know that's something I have to work on. So, I'm asking you to work on it yourself as well. You know, sometimes we we think things are hard when they're just as simple as can be. What's that old Christmas song or the heat miles or whatever, or whatever it was, put one foot in front of the other? Yeah, something like that. Just take that first step. Keep it going. That's how I started this show back in 2012. Had no idea. Just stepped out there, as my dear friend would say, just stepped out there on faith. Yeah, that's what we did. But that's where we are here. That's where we are. And... That's all we have to do now, okay? Trump is out of office, so that that's a, 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 a what you want to call it, something you don't have to worry about anymore, right? <laughs> so now's the time to make yourself better, if that's what you think this administration is going to help you do. Make it better. Make yourself better. Make the world better. Make the country better. <laughs> it take us on a fantastic voyage to unity 
and togetherness once again, thus making America great again. Even if he's gone, we still going to use that term. Not. (laughs) But I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So let's do that. And that way we can make the Biden-Harris administration, you know, a little stronger. Yeah, a little less partisan, as they say. Y'all think that really is going to (laughs) work? I'm glad y'all do. I don't think it's going to work. I really don't because uh, I I just see no... uh, I just see a repeat of what we've been through. Uh, That's all I see. Yeah, I know the Democrats have the Senate now. Number-wise, only because of Kamala Harris being vice president. However, however, they still need Republican support to pass some things. So once again, you know, without using the nuclear option, which was what they call it, but we're not going to get into that. But, you know, but are we really going to see anything different? Are we going to feel anything different? I don't know. I don't know. But it sounds good, right? It does. It sounds good. But we will see. We just seven days in. We just seven days in. That's it. All right. Hey, y'all, this open mic. You want to talk to me? 347-838-8622 is the number. And, uh, yeah. Because I want to hear what you have to say. I really didn't want to talk today. I really didn't. I want you to talk to me. Let me know what's going on. Question I ask, does not trusting make you weaker or stronger or stronger or weaker? In other words, not trusting anything or anybody. Does that make you a weak person or a strong person? Makes you a weak person or a strong person. I want to know what your thoughts are. Because I have an inquiring mind. (laughs) I do. All right, y'all. What we're going to do right now, we're going to take us a short break. And uh, when we come back, we're going to finish talking about something. All right. So. See y'all in about four minutes. Drop top pores, pores, rolling on my wrist. Diamonds up and down my chain. Uh-huh. Cardi B straight running, can't tell me nothing. Boss up and I change the game. It's my big bronze boogie got all them girls shook. My big fat ass got all them boys shook. Huh. Run from dollar bills and I be popping rubber bands. Do no thing to me while I do my money dance like. Yeah. 
your representatives and what we do in our communities. Yeah, we have to do our own policing, y'all, again. Come, come real community policing. Yeah. But, of course, I don't know if we're going to be able to do that because we're too, you know, we worry about what other people think about us. Thank you, sir. Um, we worried about, you know, um, what other people think about us. And sometimes you got to put that to the side, man. Right is right. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. Yeah. Hey, think about it. You can actually get a reward, right? You can get a reward. And then you can use that reward, some of that reward money to bail them out of jail. <laughs> I can see some of y'all now. Like, yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that it's gonna go down like that. But see, that's a thought process, right? That's a thought. That's a thought. But we have to fix our own, man. And you know, other thing we need to fix in our community: stop knocking what other people believe. Oh, that that drives me just cuckoo, man. Stop knocking what other people believe, whether it's their religion, especially their religion. Their so-called belief system. Stop knocking it. If that's the way them people want to um, survive, let them do it. Now, we know some of them will come up with some of the craziest things to tell you, though. And, you know, that goes down from evangelicals to Catholics to Protestants to electronics to, you know, all them other groups of people. And sometimes you just have to let them talk. That don't mean it's going to change your faith. And then get it mad to mad. It may. Depend on how strong you are in your faith or you're looking for something else. But there's nothing wrong with that either. Now, you know how most of us, a lot of us was raised, because, you know, on Saturday morning, them watchtower people would come knocking on the door, and, you know, you better not open that door. You know, or you hear that shh. (laughs) Y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) A lot of you know what I'm talking about. If those that don't, you know, (laughs) yeah. Why? Besides, you didn't want to be bothered. I mean, if that's the case, then okay. Just open the door and tell them you don't want to be bothered. You know, a lot of times we run and we hide from the craziest things when we don't have to. We don't have to. Just say, I don't want to be bothered. But we won't do that. We'll go close the door. We'll stay at the house and complain. How about coming out here? But you never told them don't come. The logic, the logic behind some of the things that we do just is mind-boggling. It really is. But back on the religious thing, yeah. Everybody has their teachings, their beliefs. And it doesn't hurt for you to listen sometimes. Just sometimes. I mean, you don't have to listen all the time. Just maybe sometimes. And you may uh, actually learn a little bit. 
You may teach them something. You know, I think as humans, that's one of our biggest flaws. And I said it at the beginning of the show. We want to uh, continue to remain with labels on us of who we can associate with and who we can't. But did you ever think of, uh, well, you know, that may be a chance for me to learn a little something new about another religion, you know, what they think, you know, who they worship. It doesn't hurt. It's knowledge. It's knowledge. Now, I know some of you out there like, no, that's not going to happen because, now that, yeah, well, that's on you. I'm not trying to make you. I'm just trying to make a point here. The point is, you can hear other things and be okay. Sometimes it's good to expand from what you're normally doing or going. It doesn't hurt. Unless you go into a gunfight and you get shot, then yeah, it's going to hurt. But on <laughs> regular things, no, it's not going to hurt you. You know, this this is a big world. Big, big world. And the interesting thing is, is a lot of the religion is, is sort of like a political party, if you think about it. It's broken down into, what, maybe one, two, three four categories you got your christians that would, would encompass a whole group of people you have your muslims that encompasses a whole group of people right uh let's see who else you have your um so you got your muslims you have your christians ah. okay two maybe I had four in my mind, but as I thought about it, they basically fell into those two categories. But in each of those, just in those two alone, you have so many different versions and theologies. And it's just a change here or there. Right? Now, of course, you know, now we have the Hebrew Israelites uh, you have the, uh, I don't know what the Moors is a religion. No, it's more of an ethnicity. But the, the point is, you know, it doesn't hurt. I don't even know who Jehovah's Witnesses fall under. The Savior Day Adventists. See, all those broke off of uh, one of the main religions and became their own entity in themselves. And usually that happens because somebody didn't like what someone was saying or teaching, so they developed their own. Ah. But would you hurt it hurt you just to listen every now and then? Sometimes you need to listen to some of your white friends. And listen. See what they think and how they thinking. And what can you use from that conversation? And some of you white folk can learn from some of your black friends as well. See, it's 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 always an opportunity to learn something. 
But we as humans, we choose not to because we're stuck in our labels and our ways. And we're taught that whatever we believe is correct, right. That there's only two ways to learn, the right way and the wrong way. Well, is there a compromise somewhere in there? See, that's the problem with our, our, our education system now. It is. There's a right way and a wrong way to learn from what they tell you, you, you what they tell you. The right way is you go to school, you listen to watch all the books, read all the books, they look lesson plans or whatever they do, and whatever that you're taught in school, that is it. Then at the end, you get a test that you have to take to move to the next level, grade. And if you don't pass that, then you stay back to learn the same stuff over again. Does that sound like conditioning or what to you? It does to me. Brainwashing. Next month is Black History Month. What new are they going to teach these kids, these children? The teenager, what are they going to teach them? The same old Martin Luther King, the Voting Rights Act. They're not even going to mention Malcolm X because that doesn't fit it. Okay? That doesn't fit. They're not going to mention, they may mention Marcus Garvey. No, they're going to mention Rosa Parks. Jackie Robinson. They'll mention those individuals. But they're not going to talk about Ralph Abernathy, Anathy, Vernon Johns. They're not going to talk about those individuals. Mr. Williamson down in North Carolina. They had to flee the country fighting for civil rights. They're not going to talk about him. They're not. Because that would that would let you see that there's other things to learn. That will show you that there is hope at the end if you put your feet forward, if you fight for it. Now, I'm not go I'm not saying go out there and beat up nobody, okay? I'm not saying that. We saw how that turned out the other day. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm I'm saying is have an open mind to some things. You know, to quit walking around all closed-minded, thinking you know everything, you are it. Listen to your children. Sometimes children say the darnest things that just make you sit and go, now, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? Sometimes an innocent mind is the best mind. Sometimes a thinking mind is the best mind. A confused mind is never a good thing. But my point is, have an open mind. You know, most of us been around here long enough to to recognize when something is crazy and, or something is, you know, just not right. We 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 know that. 
But sometimes the, the, the people that we shrug, shrug off are the ones there to give you the message that you need. But you too busy walking around here with your nose up in the air. You fail to realize that you just walk by your message. Or as my church people say, your blessing. <laughs> y'all, I don't know where this come from. I told you I didn't have anything to talk about. So if y'all want to talk to me, come on, give me a call. 347-838-8622. But, yeah, it's just that easy. You know, not, you don't have to make a, a special effort just when you approach. Listen. How many of you be in, in, in um, the grocery store and somebody walk up to you and just start talking, telling you their problems? And when they leave, you're like, why did they tell me that? Because you were there for them at that time. You may not have understood a word they said or really cared, but you listened. You listened. And sometimes that's all people need. Someone to listen to them. And sometimes that's all you need. Somebody, you to listen to somebody. Because we're always in a hurry. And we want to do what we want to do. And nobody can change the way that we think. Now, if somebody presents something to you and you're a little curious about it, or you're wondering whether it was uh, uh, truthful or not, well, the only thing you had to do is go on and research it. Most of you carry them, what, iPhone things? So I'm sure you can speak to Siri, Jonathan, whatever his name is, and ask him, you know, about it right there as you walk away. Yeah, you could do that. And thus, you're opening your mind up already without even knowing it. Besides sitting there playing the diamond game where you pop the bubbles and whatever else you play on your your, your phones. You know what? Come think about it. <laughs> Thinking of playing games. You know, for those that have children, you can play that game with your ch- your child. Especially next month, since it is um, Black History Month. You know what you can do? Y'all going to be sitting around, and both of you on your phones, then you look up and tell your child, hey, let's see who can find out the most information about Mr. Williamson in North Carolina. Civil rights. Yeah, make it game-like. For those that talk to your children, you know, because we know some of y'all don't talk to your children. You know, they just come home, go in the room, and that's it. Till it's time to eat. Come out, get a plate, go in the room, eat. Unless you got to take them to school. <laughs> and other, well, I mean, in that way, I guess you would have to be creative. But those that actually spend a little time with their children, that'll be a fun game, a learning game without learning. Because both of you are actually participating. Even your little ones. Even your little ones. See, you just learned something. I learned something just talking to you today. 
Yeah. I'm going to try that with my bowling buddies and see what happens. <laughs> I can just imagine. But I'm going to try that. I'll let you know next Monday how it turned out. And, yeah, will not you try it with, with some of your family members and some of your friends and let me know how it worked out. And see what we learn. Because we are, you know, you always be should be happy to learn something new. You should really, really be wanting to learn something new. Right now, I got some homework. I, I'm two weeks behind on, but I'm learning new stuff, and I have no problem saying I'm learning new stuff. You know, it's good. It's good for you. Just like the the little um, commercial back in the day, riff reading is fundamental. Yeah, learning is fundamental because actually, whether you know it or not, you're learning new stuff every day anyway. Every day you wake up, you learn something new. Whether it's a new way to work, a new way to do work. a new song, a new program. See, you're constantly learning when you don't realize you're learning. But when you have the opportunity to realize you can learn something, you don't want to learn anything. Isn't it amazing how that works? (laughs) Oh, but the only thing we have to do is open up our mind. Oh, that's all we have to do. It's too easy. It's too easy. But we won't do it. We won't do it because we're too stubborn, hard-headed. You know, we like the mud that we're in. We like the mud that we're in. Oh, we like the rhinos. You know, rhinos love to play in the mud, you know, because it helps protect them. And maybe that's why we like not trying to learn, because that way we we feel protected. That way we can use the old excuse. I didn't know that. I don't know. I'm just saying, y'all, let's learn a little bit. You know, that's all we can do. Let's learn a little bit. It'd be fun. It would. It would really be fun. So try that little with your kids. I think I think you'd be surprised at what your child may know. Actually, <laughs> you may be surprised about what your child know. Because I know mine. I he surprises me all the time with some of the stuff he tell me, and I can't do nothing but say, "Huh? What?" I'm I'm serious. But anyway, you know, that's it. I I I'm done. What y'all want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> 
Coast, first know thyself, three, four, five. What y'all want to talk about? We got a little time left. You know, I'm running out of stuff today. (laughs) I I told y'all I had some system issues that I spent a lot of time on this past week. So, uh, yeah. You know, I didn't have time to really prepare as I usually would. So y'all please forgive me today. (laughs) Oh, please forgive me today. You know, they're going to impeach Trump again. Well, they have impeached Trump again. Now they're talking about sending, um, well, they're supposed to take the letter of impeachment over to the Senate today, sometime today. And then um, they're supposed to start the trial on February the 9th. Now, I remember I told you when they first came out with it a couple of days after the, the, the quote-unquote insurrection or revolution or whatever you want to call it, mob rule, um, everybody was hyped during that time. But now we're here almost two, man, it'd be like three, four weeks after the fact. And the question is going to be, are some of the Republicans as upset now as they were when it first happened? And will they actually convict the president, the former president, I should say, President Trump? No, Mitch McConnell has said he he's not going to say anything. He's just going to let it ride the way it rides. And you know why Mitch is going to do that? Tell you why he's going to do it. It's easy. Mitch is doing it because he has gotten what he wanted out of that, that, that presidency. He's gotten it. He's got his federal drug judges uh, um, posted. The Supreme Court and across the nation, he's gotten his conservative judges posted like his plan was. You know, y'all have to understand Mitch, Mitch McConnell is a very shrewd politician. You know, now that they say he's the minority leader, trust me, still in charge, if not by title, by position and power. But his job is harder now because he has to rein in those individuals like Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Hawkley, all them, them individuals that still are Trump disciples. That's why I say he's just going to let it ride. You know, he's not going to lobby or, 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 you know, go and have meetings with so-and-so senator about how he's going to vote. Mitch said, I really don't care at this point. Mitch want him gone. But surprisingly, guess who doesn't? Lindsey Graham. Once again, old Lindsey who almost lost his seat in South Carolina. And now that he's there for another six years, oh, yeah, I can continue to support him. He says it's a waste of time. Here's the the big, big picture behind a conviction. They do not want Trump running for any more office. Period. See, as of right now, he still could run in 2024 for the presidency again. Again. 
because he only did four years. They can do two terms. See, people forgot about that. So at this very moment, if we can just halt it before it gets anywhere else, let's do that. Let's convict him. That's that's what the Democrats are saying. That's what some Republicans are saying. Mitch is saying, I don't care either way. Y'all can convict him. Y'all don't have to convict him. I've gotten what I want. Now, will it be easy for Donald Trump to be elected a second time? Oh, my gosh, y'all. Y'all thought it was bad this time? <laughs> Woo! So, yeah, that, that is the big picture why um, they're doing this impeachment thing. And you can believe his followers, believers, cult, whatever y'all want to call them, they're sitting there waiting. They, oh, they are waiting. Whether it's to 2024, they're waiting. And shouldn't we be waiting as well? Because we know who this man is. Do you really think he's just going to go into the sunset? I don't think so. You don't you don't think so either. There was um some scuttlebutt going around, rumors what have you, that he's talking about uh starting his own political party, the Patriot Party. See, alone that name will cause some issues. Patriot Party. Isn't that what what he called all those people to storm the Capitol the other day? Patriots? Can you imagine what we saw the last four years was just the tip of the iceberg? It's a scary thought, isn't it? It's a scary thought. But he has the followers. You you cannot deny that. He has the followers. which means he could have a little political clout left. But we will see. Because, of course, we know he still has to deal with the state of New York, Deutsche Bank, China. So he still has to deal with them. Ireland, he has to deal with these individuals. So what's the best way to, to earn money, y'all? See, that's why this political game is, is really funny in, in a way, because it, it seems on the outside it's one thing, but it's all about getting money. So if I announce, yeah, I'm running for the president, a campaign, an exploratory campaign to run for president again, the money starts coming in again. He may not have any any intention of doing it again, but as long as there is the intent, the money will come. And we know he's all about the money. Do y'all hear what I'm telling you? So if you should happen to hear that name come out about an office, 
You know, just say, wow. Don't be too sharp. Yeah, don't be too sharp. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so. Hey, I got a question. How did President Trump pardon Little Wayne, but didn't pardon Bill Cosby? How, how, how does that happen? <laughs> Little Wayne, I didn't even know Little Wayne was in trouble. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Little Wayne came out in his corner during the election. Oh, my bad. My bad. Maybe that was, hey, maybe that was the deal right there. Okay, I'm going to come out. I'm going to try and get my, my listeners to, to, to vote for you. Case, you know, I got this case coming up. I need you to take care of that for me. And it happened. Little Wayne? Really? Ah couple of other people we already know Manafort and all those cats we are we already saw that coming we did we saw that coming but little Wayne I had a list here somewhere who all he pardoned but he pardoned some some people you like really really there's a whole lot of other people that deserve to be pardoned but yeah but if it didn't show anything is that He's loyal to those that's loyal to him at that moment. And we know this because he has, we've seen it. Now, is Biden going to be that way? Is this administration going to be, okay, you take care of me, I take care of you? Or are they going to be straight up, hey, look, it's like this. Sarah Sander Huckabee, y'all remember her? Yeah, she decided she's going to run for governor of Arkansas. Arkansas! Yeah. She said she's going to run for governor. <laughs> now, honestly, who does she really think is going to vote for her after she stood up there nationally and told so many lies? That everybody knew were lies. And she's going to run for office. What does that tell you? There is no scrupulousness in, in politics. There's a lot of people out here walking around right now that can run for office, will be good representatives and whatever, but cannot because of the skeletons in their closet that people don't know about. Well, people know she stood up there and lied for years, two or three years. I wonder how many is going to vote for. First, know thyself, say, would you prefer to pardon a man who hasn't physically hurt anyone or one who has claims of rape made against them? Well, first know thyself, that is a very, very good question. And I have to look at the people involved. Honestly, when you talk about Bill's Cosby, I know because it's a claims of rape, looking at the evidence, I don't think that there was no rape. There was no rape. Especially with the constant, whatever lady, that was consensual. 
She can say what she want to. See, as I said before, Bill Cosby got caught up in a movement and and a uh, both a, a well both of them were political movements. He said, "Make a choice." My choice is Cosby. Pardon Cosby. Now, I just said that because it was it was raggedy from the get go. Number one, they unsealed some stuff, some testimony that wasn't supposed to be sealed. Number two, the girl, her testimony wasn't really that bright anyway. But as I said before, it was a culmination of two political movements that Bill Cosby got caught up in. Number one, he got caught up in the, uh, what is it, the Me Too movement. Okay? If you notice, a whole lot of people started coming out then. Right? Now, number two, he got caught up in a political movement by the, the state attorney of, uh, in Pennsylvania at that time because he was running for office and he needed something big and he was dared to go after Bill Cosby and he took it up and that's what he did. He really didn't have any solid evidence. Everything they had against Bill Cosby besides Bill Cosby saying, yeah, I put something in her drink. That was, I mean, that's it. But the fact that it was during a movement where many women were coming out against many people, it was, it was unanimous he was going to get charged with something. So, yeah, I still say, yeah, Bill got railroaded. I do. So that's my choice. Yeah. But in reality, I never expected Bill. I mean, they're not going to let Bill Cosby out. Think about it. That girl out in South Carolina, I mean, Southern California, who kids she paid to go to school. She spent, what, a month in jail? A month? A month. But you had that one black mother who who uh, put the wrong, uh, different address so her child can go to a better school. She got some years. <laughs> Them, them teachers down in Atlanta, remember that? The test. They had years. You know, when you, when you, pardon is a pardon. I guess it depends on the choice. But my thing is with Bill Cosby, yeah, I, I, I still say Bill got caught up in some political crap and he just couldn't get out of because number one, as I've said then, I said then, I'm going to say it again. His biggest problem was he admitted to doing something. And that's literally the only way they really did get him. Prime example. President Trump. All these individuals that came out against him. Whew. And his response is what? I didn't do it. Now, everybody will run back to that tape on the bus, uh, Access Hollywood back whenever they played it. And what did he say? Oh, you know, that's locker room talk. Guys talk like that all the time. 
so it just depends on the people that that that's prosecuting or the the individuals that perceiving the situation at that time. Now, Little Wayne, I don't know how long he had his case or whatever, and what his case was for. I really don't know. But I don't think I do know it's about Bill Cosby. I know Little Wayne is what, maybe 29, 30 years old. Bill Cosby is 81. At least put him on house arrest. I mean, really. But once again, <laughs> that's the system we deal with, right? Right? Know that self? That's, that's what we deal with, correct? So, okay. Let's do the do. <laughs> I love first know that self because he keeps me sharp. He really does. Thank you. He keeps me sharp. <laughs> but yeah. But I, I, I really don't know, y'all. I, I don't know. It was a pardon thing. I had a list of them. And, you know, I think after something, anything, I, I don't really know the people that were pardoned. I mean, uh, Obama, he pardoned a lot of people. I don't think it was as names brand as, you know, everybody else. But, you know, and we probably wouldn't agree with some of that either. I'm going to have to go and look and see who he pardoned and compare. How about that? Let's compare. First know thyself says, yes, that is correct. That's why we need to walk that straight line or be willing to suffer the unfair consequences. You have no argument with me on that. (laughs) Self, you have no argument with me on that. I guess my question is, what is the straight line? What is the straight line? Are you talking about strictly uh, uh, violence or breaking the law completely? That is the straight line. And we need to avoid that line and stay on the good and narrow. Oh, that sounds good. Hold on. I got somebody who will talk to me real quick. All right. Triple one. Welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hello? Are you there? Hello? Hello? Yeah, hello there, Eric. Hey, Joe. <laughs> What's you going know, on, Joe? Yeah, you've been playing good music for years, and I've always thought, you know what, why didn't you, why weren't you the DJ at some of the places I had gone to when I was out there clubbing? Because... Um, all the DJs that I used to hear, they weren't, you know, they weren't playing, as far as I was concerned, good music all the time. So, mm. Mm. I always like whatever selections you've always put on the um, on the radio. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Hmm. <laughs> I wish, uh, yeah, I mean, look, you know, you, you have no, no idea how many dances I used to go to. And... <laughs> I used to talk to DJs, and it was almost like they had a script. They would say, do you know how many years I've been doing this? I felt like saying, too many freaking years, <laughs> you know, because they would always have the um, the philosophy, like, yeah, but, you know, you've gone to the club, and if you're there early, 
They like to play music soft so that um, people can eat and drink. Well, I used to say, you know what? When I've gone to places where the DJ was really happening, they Uh start playing the music as soon as you got there. And if you wanted to eat and drink and sit down, you could. But if you wanted to get up and dance, you had the full six or seven hours of the um, of the club's time instead of just one hour to sit and watch people as they're eating and then, you know, <laughs> have the music drip, drip, drip. Uh, uh, God. Uh, I guess it depends on what clubs you go to. I mean, what what dances you go to? Well, it would be um, mainly R&B, and I like disco. Still do. Oh, okay. Well, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all kinds of good dance music, you know, regardless of whether it was uh, Wilson Pickett or the Stones, as long as the beat was up there where you could just jam, you know? Right, right. But, um, oh, my God, man, you just, gee. Oh. So, in any case, <laughs> I I always liked your selection because I, cause I remember you used to be a DJ in the service, right? Or, or was it because, or was it when you got out of the service? When I got out of the service, I still do it a little bit now and then. You know, it's kind of hard now, but I still do it every now and then. But, yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, you were talking about the straight line. Is that about, what, now that Biden's in, that um, we have to obey the laws simply because he's the president? No, I'm talking about in general, whether he, he's the president or not. It doesn't matter who's the president. Should we obey laws? Well, I don't know if I've said this on your show or not, but I don't care about the law. I'm okay. a libertarian, and as such, most people would say, you know, that, well, Joe, you mean that means you really believe in the Constitution. I would say theoretically, yes, but the Constitution also has Article One, Section 8, the Weasel Clause, which gives Congress way too much power, you know. It's, it's way <laughs> okay. Too much. But laws, no. I believe that you should follow your own moral compass. Now, if you want to break the law, you're going to have to face the consequence of going to jail if they catch you. But uh-huh. a whole bunch of laws in the United States have been not only useless, but have been contrary to the benefit and to the service of the American people. They've been done, they've been instituted and, and created by lawmakers who, for the last, I don't know, since the creation of, uh, I guess, of the republic, they don't care about us. They never have. Right. There's no such thing as a Democrat Party and the uh, Republican Party. All it is is the Sopranos and the Gambinos. And all they <laughs> want, that's all it is. That's all it is. So I don't yeah. care about the law, you know, because the judges, come on, the judges, they get paid off. You know how many corrupt cases of of cops and judges and prosecutors and district attorneys that they uncover every year? It's mm-hmm. just, it's, a, it's garbage. So right. the idea of law and order, yeah, yeah, look, I believe in order. I believe that people should be civilized. And yeah, I guess maybe law would be, would be helpful. But it only depends upon if the lawmakers and the cops are not corrupt. If they're corrupt, then they use the law against us. And haven't we seen that? You're oh. right, Joe. Mm. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Hold on. Here comes somebody want to talk oh, with God. you. How come every yeah. time I'm on the E, I know who it is. 
<laughs> Hello, Triple One. Welcome to the show. Uh, who the hell is? Really know who it is. <laughs> Hello, Joe. Were you at the uh, Were you at the Capitol? <laughs> I absolutely was. Did you see my picture? I took a selfie, and uh, I dedicated it to you. <gasps> oh, that's good. Mm. Well, I was not there and planning on going there because it had nothing to do with the Constitution. Uh-huh. And then and Joe Biden is in office. Let me tell you something that you don't know. He's in okay. office. He's just like Trump, a man is a man. It depends on what kind of morals and kind of people that you got around you. If you got crooks around you, and if he got crooks around him, I hope the same thing happened to him. Don't you? I agree. We saw the we saw the crooked lawyers, we saw the crooked firemen, we saw the crooked cops, we saw a whole lot of crooked stuff up there at that capital. The people that are going to jail now. People turning their families in, which they should have been. So I'm so glad. The only thing different is I'm glad some educated people up there, not with an honorary law degree, that's trying to help run this country, not thieves and different kind of crooks running the place, trying to make themselves wealthy. So aren't you glad to see that uh, you got uh, people that know what they're doing? Uh, who's up there who knows what they're just, doing? Just putting, putting their finger out in the air and whatever happens, let the wind catch it. What? Okay. But Mays, isn't it isn't it um kind of early to say that is what's happening right now? He only like six no, 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 seven no. days in. No, I'm not saying what's happening. I'm saying the qualification of the people that's taking this, that's taking jobs. Those people that had them jobs weren't qualified because what did Ben Carson? What did he qualified to do? Being a physician, not over no housing, urban development. All those people that was in office and that was participating. Wasn't qualified for the job that they were doing. That's the difference of what we're seeing now in a couple of days, and we saw that it just left. Uh, okay. Well, um, is it? Mm-hmm. Are they qualified? Are the people that's being that's taking place now? Are they are they qualified? Well, they'd be qualified. Not like Steve Bannon them. Mm-hmm. What was Steve Bannon them qualified for? Well, and since the role the Obama ha- uh, holdouts, I think you would probably like them. Doing what? They are old Obama holdouts. In other words, I don't they, care what they are. I'm asking you, are they qualified to do a job? Oh, I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think and, that uh, a lot of cabinet Trump, members. And I Trump don't. His mm. You don't see Jill Biden. You don't see Jill Biden going in there to try to take over something. She's a professor at a, at a school, so Who? that's what she is. Dr. Biden, Jill, his wife. She's going to keep on doing that, teaching. That's her job because that's oh, her profession. Dr. Biden. Yeah, Dr. Biden. She Doc, has a oh, you mean the one that has an ED dot um e dot U. In other words, she's <laughs> she has, not a she has a she has a PhD. She does not. She does so. She does not. Okay. I'm I'll find out and let y'all know. Okay. But anyway, <laughs> as I was saying as I was saying, are these people qualified or are they unqualified? You send people to do an unqualified job, you mess up every time. So are these people qualified that's coming in? I don't care if they're Obama's leftovers or whoever leftovers. I doubt if they are. But the people that was in the Trump administration were not qualified for the jobs that they had. So, Kellyanne and mm-hmm. uh, what's her name, daughter, that's running for governor. What was she qualified to do to say stand up and tell a lie? Who? Sarah Sanders Huckabee. Sanders. That's who she's talking about. Yeah, Huckabee. Uh, what was she qualified for? You mean the press secretary at one time? Yeah, that. What was she qualified yeah. for? Why she, she couldn't get up there in front of a in front of a forum and talk about uh, what's happening in the administration that morning? Well, she couldn't. She lied about it because she said she did. She lied about it. What do you mean? How? She said she lied about some of the stuff that she did. And one day I'm going oh, to have. Oh, she did. Oh, okay. Down. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. 
There's a lot we didn't know. So we're not looking. We were looking at qualified people. Of course, man. You're not looking at somebody that was just stuck in there just to be in a job, make sure it's no, in work. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That, you know what you want? You want some unqualified people to be doing some jobs. Mm-hmm. The postmaster general and all these different people over here messing up stuff. Would you want to take your money into a bank where you got somebody that don't know nothing about banking? But to somebody that know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and which qualified person are you talking about now? I said Ben Carson was not qualified for the surgeon general wasn't qualified. None of them. And Steve Bannon then wasn't qualified. Mm-hmm. What were their qualifications? Well, Steve Bannon, I mean, he didn't have knows? a cat. He was a he was an advisor because he was a friend of Trump's. Ben Carson oh, yeah. was a um, um, a brain surgeon, and yeah, it doesn't seem like he would be head of HUD. I agree with mm-hmm. that. Um, who else did you mention? Um, All of them. You can name all his children. Oh, so none of them are qualified. Okay. Then you can go to his children. What were they qualified for? They shouldn't even been there. Yeah. Well, what makes all of these well, people that are never mind? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Joe is right. It's E D. Yeah. Jill. Yeah. E D. Jill by E D. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> nah. That's what I say. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Anyway. anyway. What is that? What is E D? It's not even a doctorate. It's an educational degree. It's yeah. just, she's, a, it's, she's a teacher, and they call it a okay, doctorate. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, so, you know, here's, here's the thing, man. You know, we can say everybody who's, you know, I asked a question earlier. I don't know if you was even listening, but here's the question I'm asking. So what are you looking for? You're looking for a Biden slash Obama type agenda for administration, a Biden-Harris administration, you know, Type of administration or just Biden going on his own? What are you looking for? Well, well Biden is just like Trump, the opposite of maybe a little bit of kindness compared to Trump. And then when we all look at the administration, there's somebody that's qualified to be doing the jobs that need to be done. Not no thieves and people going to jail and lying and all this stuff. So I don't know what kind Joe looking for, but that's what I'm looking at. Okay. Well, you know what I say? <laughs> anyway. All them, all them, haven't happened to happen, people in his administration. What happened to them? They came in with him and they left with him. Yeah. No, there's not a lot of them that did, but yeah, there's some that did, but not a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But okay, and then Flynn, we, 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 Flynn yeah. was in both administrations. So uh, what about him? <laughs> oh. he, got, he was pardoned, <laughs> wasn't he? Pardoned. Yeah, and so I mean, okay. Him. Well, he was pardoned. And this, and I have something to say about Lil Wayne, too. What did he pardon him for? I don't know. I guess he had a case or something. I have no idea. Me neither. Yeah, he, was, he, he might have been going to prison for 10 years if he would have, for having a weapon, because he was, uh, yeah, for having a weapon, we suppose he have. So he, I don't know what he pardoned for, because about a year or so from now, probably you know, doing the same thing again. Well, you know what? That's uh, that's actually a good point. There are some pardons that Trump have, uh, has done that, um, kind of puzzles me. There was um, somebody, I think, who from years ago um, either bombed um, a federal building or something like that, and he pardoned him. Some of the pardons I don't understand, but, you know. What about his son-in-law father? All that money, all the stuff he did. His son-in-law's father? Yeah. uh, You mean his his son's father? His son No. Son-in-law, yeah. His son-in-law's father, yeah. Yeah, Ivanka's, Ivanka's husband's 
Yeah. yeah. Ivanka's father-in-law. Yeah, him. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know, Maze. I don't know what. Like I said, I had to listen in front of me. I guess I put it somewhere. I have no idea. Half those people I'd never heard of. Me too. I, I really hadn't. But so, I, I, I told. I told you that's what was going to happen. But so that's what all presidents do on their way yeah, out that's the door. What they always do. But they had the door. Yeah. At the door. But them, those kind of people, and you know, that committed crime and uh, caused people and uh, stole people money. And wrestling about getting a pardon too, or what? I mean, not a pardon, but then he getting the mail. What are he getting the mail for? Who's getting like I said, Mays, I don't really know, but a lot of a lot of presidents on the day out, they pardon a lot of people, a lot of a lot of uh, whom I have no idea uh, what they did. Uh huh. Yeah, I I agree. And those that I do know, it seems to me like they committed heinous crimes, and they still Uh pardoned. I have no idea why they did it, unless it was uh, you know political favor, which is probably what happened. Are birds of a feather flopped together? Could that have been it? Yeah. yeah, because yeah. He should have pardoned his, his lawyer, too, of 10 years. He did all the dirty work for him. Yeah, he didn't pardon Cohen. He did. He did pardon he did. I think so. I no, don't know. Not. Well, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. And you know why yeah. he didn't pardon Cohen. Because Cohen was Cohen, a rat. <laughs> yeah, Cohen who started telling everything. You, did, you think he was going to actually pardon him? <laughs> no, no, because the loyalty was gone. The loyalty was gone. Oh, so that's why we had all those people trying to run, 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 run the government because yeah. of Lord. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay. I said that when he first came, got in office, what do businessmen do? They put people around him that they trust, and everybody mm-hmm. he thought that was that that was the, you know um, not loyal or Obama, you know. Had Obama loyalties, he got rid of he and put his people in place. Yeah, he put people in place that was. And that's actually Biden is doing the same thing. It's just no, not as too. as publicized right now. No, he's doing the same thing. He's redoing. He, he, he's putting back what Trump took away. When he said, so "No, Maze, Maze, Maze," I'm talking about people. I'm talking about people. Well, yes, he is. He was trying to put some. Some he couldn't put there. So what do you think? The one you see the mayor of Chicago, what's his name? Uh, what's the one you see the mayor of Chicago? What about Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah. What about him? He thought he was coming. He thought he was getting a job too. Yeah. Well, all of them think they're getting jobs. Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think? Now that Biden's in, he, he, let's say all these people that you think are qualified, what do you think in the next year or two is going to be a significant improvement? In the United States, it's going to affect you so much that you think Biden and Harris are worthwhile presidents and vice presidents. I'm not looking at Biden and Harris. I'm looking at that Congress. The Congress okay, so what improvements do you think the Congress uh, will maybe make? They won't, maybe they won't just be sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk and not moving. Well, I'm not talking about maybes. What do you think you will significantly Mitch happen? Said, that's what I'm saying. You said that Mitch McConnell said he's going to make Obama a one-term president. No, I'm asking you. You, okay. you seem to think that Biden and Harris and the, and the Congress are improvements over Trump's administration. What are they going well, to do? Let me see. They gave they gave the they gave the contractors. If you got a military contract, you get you got ten ten on the Obama. I don't know what you got on on the Trump. Trump. That's not but answering the question. Fifteen dollars an hour. I'm telling you, they're gonna be getting fifteen dollars an hour instead of ten. 
Uh-huh. And then maybe, and then they're gonna have some health care, hopefully. Uh-huh. Then nobody will try to be fighting. And what else? And you think health care? Do I have to keep naming it? Yeah, because if, if you don't now, think... Well, I well hold on before you name it. Hold on, hold on before you go any further. Because the $15 thing, yeah, you can say it, but they're not going to just automatically say, okay, everybody going to $15 an hour. That's going to be broken no. in incrementally. No, I don't know about that. Um, no, that, I if, mean, if, that's, if, if it even happens. In some places, it has happened. Yeah. I, but I'm saying not you, nationally. I, no, think no. They, I think they'll try. No, yeah, they may try. But if you federal, you're going to be paying $15 an hour. Like I think it's also for small businesses. That's what they're intending. No, he can't do he can't do nothing for small businesses. The states have to do that. Well, see, but here's here's the thing with but Mace, here's the thing with the fifteen dollar hour thing, and I think we've discussed this before. Then you put businesses in a, a real from the you medium to small business, mind. you put them in a real 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 hard position. Yeah. You know, because you got so many employees, you can't, and, you know, we're not talking about the Walmarts or whatever. We're talking about mom and pops or whatever. You know, some of them can't afford to pay employees $15 an hour. Well, they they can afford to take make money, right? So that's a problem. Really no, you're, you're missing the point. No. So in some order, people, can I finish? Go ahead. Some places are paying $20 an hour, and some small businesses are paying money, too. Compared to some businesses, just in businesses, say they small businesses, but they can okay. get along. So, uh-huh. well, let's let's look at this. Let's take a look at the employees as well, and what what you know the employee numbers as well. See, when you start talking about that stuff, you have to look at everything. You just can't say, yeah, everybody get fifteen dollars an hour because it's not going to work. It's not. As much as I like my son to start off making fifteen dollars an hour, wherever he works at, I'll be down for it. But honestly, you know, I can see it working all of a sudden. It has to be gradual. But if you got a federal contract, it it already started. And some states have went to fifteen dollars an hour because they went to some states did. That's true. Yeah, some states have. Yeah, and they have no problem. Well, you don't know, Maze. <laughs> you, know, you, you don't see the numbers, so how do you yeah, know? Yeah, I know. Maze is an accountant right now. But, she knows that nobody had a problem. It's kind of a small business, a moms and pops business. Moms and pops making money, money, money in moms their Moms and pops have failed for years. Do you know well, that in the United States, anyway. 80% of entrepreneurs fail in the first five years? And I said when they say small businesses, they have, uh, what do you call those, um, those businesses now that uh that you can buy into the business, like Chick Fil A and all them different places. So my franchise. Yeah, you're talking about franchise. franchise. It's just like yeah. what I, I just like I said do. something and you just run right Those over your head. Small businesses, too, aren't they? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. So, all right, Mays. Why don't you just say the family but, business? But, but, but Mays, you know how they do that, right? Somebody making fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. That means somebody's gonna have to either go from full time to part time. That's how you get around it. Or if I can't, you know, especially during times like this where you don't have any inside business, somebody's got to go home. Because, see, when you start yeah. talking about the places like, um, you know, franchises, you have to think about labor costs on a daily basis, your inventory, and somebody got to pay all that. And, you know, and if that's too high, then something's got to be done. And you know pay for it. You know who's gonna pay for it? Yeah, the consumer. When they jack the prices up, when they jack the prices up, that's what you going right. to pay for? Because when they <laughs> jack so it up to fifteen bucks, that means that the prices of the small uh, business, 
even if it's a small up, up but but Mr. Stop, um, and Lil Wayne, I'm like, why? Hmm. Okay. I oh, thought we covered that already. Oh, hmm. but Judge, Judge, I was asking you a question. What do you think Biden is not going to do that's not going to satisfy you? Well, he's, he's already done it. He's put What's in that? about, I don't know, 17 executive orders in one day. He's reversed the regulations, which helped uh, make um, um, America energy independent. He's already fired um, or basically fired the people on the, uh, on, the uh, on the pipeline, which means 100,000 jobs are going to be gone. They should have been fired. They should have been fired, according to Well, well, Joe, Joe, I don't know if that number was, the number that 100,000 was a correct number, because I I was doing a little research on that. And it, you know, because we talked about this during the Obama administration, this pipeline, Mm -hmm. you know, and it it was, you know, it was the same. Bush, it started under Bush. Obama came in, he stopped it. Trump came in, he started it again. Now Biden has come in and he stopped it. I mean, and the jobs, you know, as I was saying earlier in the show, I don't know if y'all were here, but the jobs were basically temporary jobs. Now, what I said is, it's a temporary job better than no job? Heck yeah. So I think if he was going to stop it, he should have waited a little while until the economy got a little bit better. But then again, you know, it's tit for tat. And they have been playing tit for tat with this pipeline. Remember, they didn't even just have this one. They had one out in, I think, South Dakota. They, they were fighting about mm-hmm. because of um, a burial ground or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what the battle about these two pipelines basically comes down to is environmental. And right now it's just a tit for tat type of thing. Yeah. You know, so, I think if it, he was going to stop it, he should have waited later, but. You know, but as far as the, the the number of job losses, I think that number was inflated a little you bit. You think so? You think so? Yeah, all right, I think. Yeah, um, I think so. I thought it was no, from even from more. all the things I have read, um, oh, yeah. read on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the numbers were have been inflated a little bit to make it sound a little bit more drastic than what it is. But as I said before, a temporary job is better than no job, especially in today's you know where things are today. Mm. And then it's and then it's wall. What you think about the wall? Uh, that what about that the wall? Pretend, what the wall? They pretend they they fix part of the wall and they only build a little bit. Well, well they you know, more than just a little bit. They, you they look, look, construct four hundred and thirty miles. No, well, well, it really wasn't that much, Joe. It really wasn't that much. What? See, when? It, what, okay, okay. Let me let me go on to clarify this as well. Okay. Actually, new wall maybe. Five to ten miles, if that much. Mm-hmm. Now the other parts were there is not exactly new wall. What it is is replacing and repairing um, pieces of the wall, you know, that needed to be repaired. Okay, oh, I had no okay. problem with that. The yeah, problem I had was, you know, number one, you said you was gonna Mexico make Mexico pay for it. Mexico ain't paid for nothing as of yet. Number two, where you got that money from to try and, and Fix this so-called wall that didn't really need to be rebuilt or whatever, just, you know, spruced up a little bit. Um, and that's what I had a problem with. Look, well, he, took I, it, he took it out of the military budget in order to get the wall yeah. because Congress didn't want to allocate funds for it. But when right. he said that Mexico was going to pay for it, yeah, the way he said it, it made it sound as though if he's going to build the wall – all of a sudden, Mexico is going to come across the border with money bags and say, okay, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. No, because when you're doing something like that, 
What he meant was that as he's building the wall, the other kind of uh, laws or uh, rules, regulations, that, or the trade um, deals that he was going to make, were going to benefit America to the point where Mexico was paying for it. It wasn't going to pay. It wasn't going to be. Here's the wall. Then Mexico is going to pay a certain sum for the, um, you know, for the building of the wall. They were going to pay for it out of their pocket in some way, form, or fashion. That's what he meant. But the people that served the country had to pay for it, and they should have been building base housing and fixing up the bases instead of putting it on the wall. Oh, they should. Is that what they should have done? Yes. Well, look, look I, I, I'm for anything. Oh. I'm for anything that's going to stop, um, you know, human sex trafficking and whatever from from coming in drugs or what have you. I'm I'm for anything like that, you know. Um, but Mister Tom, if they're gonna come, they gonna either come on the wall, they gonna fly, they gonna come through the water, and there ain't nobody gonna never stop it unless well, they get ready. That's not true. Well, Maze, we because know because if you have a wall, right, a tall enough wall with people guarding the wall. People, there was, some people will build tunnels. Some people try to, to, um, to, to you know, not to fly over, but to, um, uh, what do you call, to scale the wall. But if you have the wall which is built um, well enough, then you are going to stop people from going crossing the border. And they yeah. shouldn't have um, illegal immigrants crossing the border. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the, 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 the point is you're not going to stop everybody, Okay. And I think that's where a lot of people get confused at. You're not going to stop everybody. But if you stop the majority of them, you know, that that is a win-win. That is a win. If you really well, look at it that way. Months, from what I understand, uh, from what the um, uh, Border Patrols have supposedly told Trump in the last six or seven months, that it was pretty much of a success. That the flow <laughs> of traffic across the border yeah. had been yeah. slowed down considerably. Yeah, even before it ends. Even before it ends. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's working. It's working. Just the threat of a wall is working. I mean, I, I read that, you know, last year, sometime, early last year, where the reports are coming in that it, the actual, it is actually making a difference. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Is it COVID making a difference? Well, say what, Maze? Is the COVID making a difference or what's making a difference? It's, we're what? talking about the wall, Mace. I'm talking about why they're not trying to come across. Come across. You think COVID's making a difference? You've got people yeah. from uh, where is it now? What was it? Guatemala now? And they're saying I, I, that uh, Biden gave them a hundred days. There's COVID here and there's COVID all over the world. That's not yeah, stopping anybody. Yeah, all over the world, but they're not trying. To, they're not trying to come here. Oh God. And so well, there was a group getting ready to come, but the Honduran um, <laughs> uh, government shut that down. You know, and that's part of that's part of the, the agreement that's that Trump made with the yeah. with the um, those countries. Yeah, because they were breaking international law. According to international right. law, you're supposed to be refugees from one country to another. Once you escape your country, which is the oppressive country, then the first country you go to. That's supposed to be the asylum destination. Correct, exactly. And Mexico was was getting away with it because they were just pushing them on through to the United States. Yeah, yeah. And even before they got to Mexico, if they got to yeah. any of the other uh, countries, they're supposed to they're supposed to stay there. Right. It's because maybe somebody was shelling out them some books. Yeah, well, right. maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but that that is the way. It is. See, as I said before, you know, Trump didn't do everything bad. He didn't. There's some things I agree with him that I think he did outstanding on, like NATO. I, I was with him on NATO. I really was. They need to start paying more. They need to start crap. paying more. We gotta we gotta stop uh, interfering with other people's uh, business. We gotta stop being the the tip How of the spear going over to other countries just because NATO wants to uh, conquer more countries. Yeah, but you know how we are. If there's some valuable resources involved, we going. Sure, like this. <laughs> yeah. You think you yeah, think um, we going? You got that right. You think the Pentagon's in Afghanistan where you served because of uh, bringing democracy over there or Iraq? No, they're over there for <laughs> no. the poppy seeds. They're over there for the oil. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> and when, and when did they get there? When did they get what? Over there for the oil and the poppy seeds and all these other countries they've been in. How long they've been doing this? Under how many presidents? Since, since the Bush administration. Really? What do you mean, really? Yeah, but we talking about Daddy Bush. Because you think about it, you got Daddy Bush, then you got... Because remember, Daddy Bush when we went to the Gulf War, right? He went the there. First, oh yeah, yeah. and he, yeah, you know, we, yeah, I yeah, know because I was Reed, there. That's huh? what I'm trying to tell you. I was there. <laughs> yeah, you was there in Iraq. Yeah, I was there in, in Kuwait too. And I said, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the Saudi, whatever they want to call it, but yeah. So, uh huh. So yeah, and, it made, yeah, and, and why, going and why, on was, why was the Pentagon over there in '91 helping out the Kurds when they should have been over here helping out uh, Americans? We got to mm. stop uh, using this excuse like uh, like uh, uh, Junior Bush saying, "Well, we got to fight them over there, so we don't have to fight them over here." Yeah. So down you ain't got to. I mean, I mean these these. Uh, I don't know what's what's happening over here. <laughs> But yo, why are people going out buying bullets and guns? For what? I was in a store the other day, and they were like all around the counter. I'm like, well, what's going on? What's, 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 what's about to happen? Why are they buying bullets and guns? For what reason? The second revolution. We're the third revolution now. A revolution for what? Okay. We just, I, know okay, what the, do we... I know one of the... I know one of the ones was at the Capitol yeah, saying we we having a revolution. I'm like a revolution. Over oh, there. that was that was but a, that was a, that was a psyop. Do you know that the the Trump supporters <laughs> have been given the um, the blame for that? The Trump supporters, the ones who are listening to um, to Trump when he was giving his speech, that so-called insurrection at the Capitol, they were there listening to Trump give his speech. They weren't even there at the Capitol yet. But no, 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 no. Why was Trump's son and his and his girlfriend dancing? Trump and Ivanka some that watching what was going on at the Capitol if he was giving a speech. What? Now, what? You answer that one. You didn't see that? No, I didn't see nobody, nobody dancing. What are you talking about? Talking about during the during the when they was giving a speech at the rally? After the rally was over, he said, "I'm going with you all." He told me he was going. Well, he, and they well, he said that during the speech though. No, no, he wasn't doing the speech. Joe said doing the speech that they was over at the Capitol doing that. No, they were watching what was happening at the Capitol. His son was dancing and the girlfriend and that man with that white hair that was and him and Trump, him and his son was talking. Somebody videotaped what they were doing in the room, looking at them on screen. Okay. Y'all didn't see that? That's something totally different. No, I, I didn't haven't see heard that, that but you um, I don't. 
But even if they were, you know. No, 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 no. no. So how could he? And he was watching it, and Giuliani was there because uh, too. They were all. If they were watching it, then they weren't participating. Okay, let me let me say this again, Mace. When they they had the rally at D.C., when Trump was giving the speech, and he had, they said it was about a million people there. I doubt if it was a million. Let's say a few hundred thousand. When they had a thousand. What? A thousand. How many? It's not important. Go ahead. No, <laughs> it's important when May says a thousand as opposed to a hundred thousand. I said fifty thousand. Oh, fifty thousand. No, okay. So, so we just <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So when they had the hundreds of thousands that were there, all right, or whatever number made, when Trump was giving a speech and telling people to march over there, um, in a very passionate but in a very peaceful way. The cap, the the so-called insurrection was already going on. No. What do you mean no? Trump told him to go over there and fight like hell. Oh, you must have seen that video. You, you, you know. Uh, get it, man. And then Giuliani apologized for what he told him to do. Yeah. All of them apologized once they realized they can be held criminally, <laughs> criminally up before it. Yeah. And after, he, and after he and after he didn't pardon them, they were upset. Well. I mean, Giuliani should be upset anyway because apparently there was word that came out that Trump told his people not to pay Giuliani for all that work he did on that. Yeah, I don't know if that's true because every time, you know, every time you hear something like that, it's always about you, like the New York Times, the Washington Post, insiders post. I mean, but think, but, think, but think about that, Joe. What that, wouldn't you be mad if somebody did that to you? I've listened to the uh, to the Senate hearings. I've listened. To Giuliani has um, has a radio show. You can download the radio show and listen to the podcast. He's been on other shows. He but I'm didn't saying, do. But Joe, I'm saying did, the video that they made while the people were doing all of this to the Capitol, and he could have sent help, but he didn't. He tried to send. They, do you know no, that, the, that the mayor refused the national guard the days mayor before the, the days before the rally? Anybody? Yeah. Uh, what's the same brother was there when the call came in? I don't know who you be listening to, but anyway, I, you didn't see the video of what Trump and Ivanka were standing there together watching what was happening at the Capitol. They were All right, I'd like to see. Do you, the what's the name of the video so I can go and see? Yeah, I want to see this up. myself. Look up a video where Trump, where Trump was watching what was happening at the Capitol. What was so the name of pop, pop, pop What's the name of the video, Mace? I was watching it on TV last. Oh, Lord. Oh, you were watching it live. Okay. <laughs> yes. But look it up. Maybe you'll, it'll come pop up. Yeah, maybe. It will. And they were talking about it on C-SPAN yesterday. All right. C-SPAN, okay. Said, yeah, because when he, when he, when he, um, when he told them to leave, when they, they should have left when the rally was over and not went anywhere. But he told them he was going to go with them. You didn't hear that either. To march peaceably and patriotically. No, he didn't say no peaceful. He said he was going with them. So? So if he was going with them, how can something be happening at the time he was having a speech? That's what I'm saying. If he's going with them, the crowd didn't get there until an hour after. The crowd had to walk from the monument to the, to the Capitol. And that's what they okay. back hey, 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 Never mind. Bro. All right. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Look, I covered this last week. Oh, I, I think I covered this two weeks ago. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll let you. Just... <laughs> 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 that's good stuff. Huh? 
don't know. Anyway. Uh-huh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Y'all know tonight, Monday. I got the bowl, so let me get out of here. Come on, give me some last you words, Maze. Yeah. How you bowling uh, with the yeah, virus? I, excuse me? How you going bowling with the virus? I guess you bowling with a man song? Yes. Oh, okay. When you're good, you're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Here comes 300. Yeah. Hey, I done got close, 289. So oh, yeah. it's coming. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, go ahead, Mays. Well, then, well, uh, all you got to do is go back and look at Trump's speech, Trump's speech and listen to what he said, the last words he said when he told them people that he was coming with them and go and, and fight like hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Fight like hell right. for your rights. Okay, good, Mays. Uh-huh. Good, good. Yep, that inside of everything. I know. <laughs> all yeah, right, Mays. Yes, I that's it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll talk to you next Monday, Mays. Be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm, you too. <laughs> right. And you be good, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Lord, have mercy. All right. Come on, Joe. <laughs> well, you know me. Always at the end, I, I'm a man of few words. I say, does everybody be safe? Have a good uh, rest of the week. I remember we used, used to have it on Fridays. I would say, have a good weekend. So everybody just be safe and be careful. Mm. Yes. All right. And thank you, Joe. Good to hear from you. Yeah. Good to hear you know, from I, you. I missed you last week. I forgot all about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here now. I'm here. Hey, I'll tell you, it's been a hard week. I've been having uh, mechanical issues, but I finally got it right. So well, with we'll be here now. With uh, something else. Yeah, computer. Yeah, oh. computer. You know, our programs update and shut other stuff off. So you have to figure out what went wrong, when and where, and you know, yeah. I know. And, and I know. I've had my I've had six computers since 1991. I've uh, I've had the same problems, and um, I've I've delved into them. And I kind of consider myself um, very computer literate because I've solved yeah. most of my problems. <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. It may take mm. me a while, but yeah. So, but okay, Joe. But I'll be back here next, next Monday, Monday, Lord willing. Okay. Oh, and and Lord willing, maybe Maze will take a break. Mm. (laughs) Never. Maze is always here. You brought her with you. What you talking about? You brought her with you. I know. (laughs) I know. Oh, God, no. (laughs) But that's a good thing, though. Maze always gives you a different version of of what's going on, different point of view. Uh, but all right, Joe, you be good, man. I'm going to play some music here. We're going to get up out of here. <laughs> all right, y'all. Hey, another good show. I told y'all I didn't have much to talk about today. I guess y'all ain't believe me. But everybody who hung in there with me, thank you. I do appreciate it. All right. We're going to get out of here. Remember, keep smiling. Show appreciation. Forgive with open heart. But make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself. You can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just groovy. And I'm going to take you all out of here with my nephew, man, Grammy nominated. Not once, but twice. Mr. Jameson Ross. And call me. I'll see you all next Monday. Y'all be good. I'm out of here. I get that feeling when she calls me. Nothing but melodies on my mind. Mm. 
on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Bye-bye. <laughs> hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.